welcome to Reading the Psalms. I'm Dan, and I'm ready to read Psalm 33 today. The sun's out. It's not as warm as yesterday, but there's promise of spring, and the maple trees pushing their sap up right now. Well, we're looking at Psalm 33 today, and it's a, a moving psalm talking about God's power. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous. Praise is comely for the upright. Give thanks unto the Lord with harp. Sing praises unto him with psaltery of ten strings. Sing unto him a new song. Play skillfully with a loud voice. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the loving kindness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathers up the water of the sea together as in heap. He lays up the deeps in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to naught. He makes the thoughts of the peoples to none effect. The counsel of the Lord stands fast forever. The thoughts of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen for his own inheritance. The Lord looks from heaven. He beholds the sons of men. From the place of his habitation he looks forth upon the inhabitants of the earth, he that fashioned the hearts of them all, that considers all their works. There is no king saved by the multitude of an host. A mighty man is not delivered by great strength. A horse is a vain thing for safety, neither shall he deliver any by his great power. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death, and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul hath waited for the Lord. He is our help and our shield, for our heart shall rejoice in him, because we have trusted in his holy name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us, according as we have hoped in thee. The psalm can be summarized or or given its theme in in verse 4. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his work is done in faithfulness. God's word and God's work is what this psalm is about, and the implications behind the strength behind each of those two words. The unity of word with work is something that we find often in the Old Testament, but even more compelling in the story of the Gospels and in the Acts of the Apostles and how they would speak and confirm their words with works. We have in, in verses 5 and 7 these great acts of creation and God forming and, and moving the earth and that beautiful image of him piling up the waters. I love that line. And then there's the strength in his word, and we find that God's word is law. And don't be so self-centered as to think that this is talking about laws of thou shalt and thou shalt not. This is God's word is law for all creation. He said, let there be light, and it never failed. Starting in verse 12, we get the considerations and the results of this. That, that if God's word is law, and that if God's works are what made all there is, then who will we listen to and who will we consider? And it describes it almost in in this vision of two kings. The one king who knows each heart and sees each heart, having made each heart. 
And then the other king, the one that relies on multitudes and his own strength and the strength of others and horses and other forms of power to try to defend himself. He relies on using others, using and abusing others to defend his own self in a way that will always fail. Whereas there is a great king who has his his eye on those who hope in him. This is a powerful image of, of getting us to consider on whom will we hope. And verses 20 through 22, the end of the psalm, is where the psalmist is saying, uh, urging us to hope on this great God. Let's read it again. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous. Praise is comely for the upright. Give thanks unto the Lord with harp, with sing praises unto him with psaltery of ten strings, sing unto him a new song, play skillfully with a loud voice. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the loving kindness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea together as in heap, and lays up the deeps in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord, let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him, for he spake and it was done, he commanded and it stood fast. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to naught, and makes the thoughts of the peoples to none effect. The counsel of the Lord stands fast forever, his thought, the thoughts of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. The Lord looks from heaven, he beholds the sons of men. From the place of his habitation he looks forth upon all the inhabitants of the earth. He that fashioned the hearts of them all, that considers all their works. There is no king saved by the multitude of an host. A mighty man is not delivered by great strength. A horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he deliver any by his great power. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy, to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul hath waited for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him, because we have trusted in his holy name. Let, the mercy, let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us, according as we have hoped in thee. Verse 11, the counsel of the Lord stands fast forever. That line strikes me as something that I need to think about. Here we are, close to 3,000 years since that line was penned. Does it still stand? Does the thought the counsel of the Lord stands fast forever. After 3,000 years, peoples for generations have relied on these words and trusted in these words. Peoples for generations have found help in these words, have found the words to be true. It might seem incredible to think of a creator piling up waters on top of each other. But the proof in the reliability and usefulness and trustworthiness of his word for thousands of years is a compelling motive and reason for us to trust in this God. Maybe we can believe these words really can stand fast forever. Well, thanks for listening in, and I'll talk with you tomorrow.